Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Move mornings. We see the Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning. It's actually just Janelle in with you this morning. Angie's off this week on vacation. And uh, if you didn't hear, Stu actually spent a good chunk of his uh, weekends taking care of his mom. She uh, actually had appendicitis and was in the hospital. And he was up in Montreal taking care of her like uh, the awesome son that he is. So um, he's going to be taking care of her for, you know, just a little bit longer, making sure mom is okay. Uh, He will be joining us later. So not to worry. We still do have a useless fact on the way. And, you know, people spend their weekends in all sorts of ways uh, for Thanksgiving. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving weekend. I asked a question yesterday, though. I wanted to know if there was a song that you could pick out that would actually, you know, describe your weekend and how it went. So the way that I would say my weekend uh, sounded, well, it sounded a little bit like this. Now shut up and drive. Yeah, Rihanna's song, Just Shut Up and Drive. I mean, I think that every long weekend for me is kind of that's the way it feels because we're on the road and we're driving and we're getting to our family's place, which is uh, nowhere near Ottawa. So spending a lot of time on the road. And I think a lot of people were traveling because I got to tell you, I have not seen the 401 that busy in years. (laughs) Literally years, the traffic was awful. So I feel for you if you were also on the roads, uh, you know, visiting family over the weekend. Lindsay from Barhaven described her weekend using this song, and maybe that works perfectly for many of you. Yeah, I would say that that song would actually work for my weekend as well. Indulged a little bit in the red wine with the turkey dinner. But hands down, the funniest response to this, the song that described your weekend perfectly, Dee Dee said, tub thumping. Because the stove stopped working in the middle of making dinner. Now, if Tub Thumpin' doesn't really ring a bell for you, um, this is the song she's talking about. I get no Yeah, dinner was just a struggle for her trying to figure out and navigate what to do when the oven breaks when you've only got the turkey halfway cooked. Um, This is how the song is also very fitting for her because she said this is how she solved all of her problems. you had a great thanksgiving a long weekend uh if you want to uh, share what song you think described your weekend perfectly feel free to text me in at 10 30 you can message in on our facebook page as well got a lot going on today of course we've got more keywords for you for our uh hundred thousand dollars that we're giving away lots of giveaways some tickets to the movies and more plus uh stu's useless fact is coming up next when you think useless It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Now, Stu is off today, but he has left you with a useless fact, so don't you worry. He, um, you know, actually has, a, (laughs) I would say, a pretty good one for the first day back after a long weekend. You know, sometimes he, he slacks a little bit. 
when he's got a long weekend. And the first day back, he's feeling a little groggy, like many of you might feel this morning. But I got to tell you, I think this one's going to get some pretty good scores. So you're going to have to be the judge of it. You can text in at 10-0-30 with your handle and your score for Stu's useless fact this morning is, I know he'll be checking later. Here it is. Researchers discovered that chimpanzees perceive butts the same way that humans perceive faces. So, um, you know, how, like, we look for, like, a nice smile. We look for beautiful eyes when we're trying to find a partner. I guess pins, chimpanzees are just looking, checking out people's butts. I mean, humans check out people's butts, too. But <laughs> I would think that the face is a little more important when it comes to romantic relationships for humans. Chimpanzees, they're just checking out your butt. <laughs> Uh, Like I said, I think this is a pretty good fact to start off a short work week after a long weekend, but you are the judge. So um, let me know what you think of that score. Text it in uh, to 10-0-30 with your handle, like Bitterman did, giving him an eight this morning. Thought it was a pretty good, funny laugh this morning. That's what you need, right? To get you through Tuesday. Um, Bitterman's wife gave it a 10. She said, nice delivery. It sounds like dogs as well. Yeah, dogs have a weird thing with butts too. A hundred percent. And I've begun to realize that more and more now that I've owned a dog for about a year. (laughs) Early morning kids give it a 9.5. Wow, that is too funny. We love it. Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Something about the delivery or the person delivering it made it um, that much better and worthy of a 10. Oh, why, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, chimpanzees. Now, what's up? No what's up. Um, that's a 10 from Crazy Newfie Ashley. Boss Traveler. That's a very interesting fact. Giving it a 9 this morning. And Stu's favorite number one fan, his neurotic mama, gives him a 10. By the way, that is who Stu is uh, taking care of over the weekend. Um, so that's why he's not here today. But uh, apparently he's supposed to be back because mama is on the mend, which is so glad. I am so glad to hear that. So thank you for all your scores this morning. We'll have another uh, useless fact for you tomorrow. And um, wow, he did pretty good for a Tuesday fresh out of a long weekend. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, it looks like Amazon has figured out a way to create like a new Black Friday, it seems. Um, today is their prime early access sale official, um, and this is their second prime day style sales event. So it'll happen today and tomorrow if you are a prime member. Um, and it's basically just like an early jump start on your Black Friday shopping, which is your Christmas shopping. So I did take a look at their, um, website just to see, you know, what are the deals that you're going to be able to get today. And it looks like they're doing a lot of deals on their, um, like fire TV devices, like the Fire Sticks, their Amazon Fire TVs, Kindle e-readers, um, home security cameras, and bundles up to 50% off. So you might want to take a look at that and get a jump start on some of your um, Christmas shopping. The Prime Early Access Sale today and tomorrow. 
And uh, big news over the weekend included news from Madonna. So she has seemingly come out as um, gay in a recent TikTok video. So this video popped up on Sunday, and um, it's kind of a little bit of a TikTok trend that's going on right now. She's holding a pair of pink underwear, and she says, you know, in the in the video, it says, if I miss, I'm gay. She throws the pink underwear Fails to sink it in the uh, garbage can and throws up her hands in acceptance and just kind of dances away. She doesn't really say anything in the video. The video is not labeled at all. Um, But, of course, fans are like, all right, well, this is uh, Madonna's way of officially coming out. Now, I don't think this was, like, huge news for anybody um, because for the last little while, we have seen Madonna spotted kissing uh, Dominican rapper Takesha. So this was while they were out in New York Fashion Week. Uh, They were also seen kissing during Pride events over the summer. So it looks like they've been together for a while, but it looks like this is Madonna's first way of officially addressing the fact that, uh, yeah, she's come out as gay. Good for her. And that's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. You know, serves me right for asking you to share your disaster Thanksgiving stories on Friday as we head into our long weekend. Because guess what happened to me over the weekend? Okay, not nearly as bad as some of the disasters that you shared, but... Man, oh man, I don't know why I decided to put on new clothes this the weekend. You know, you think you're going to have a lovely Thanksgiving dinner. You break out some new outfits to spend with the in-laws. And that was my first mistake. So I'm um, sitting there Saturday morning enjoying a coffee on the couch. Um, we bring our dog down and uh, my soon-to-be brother-in-law has a dog as well. And these two dogs are absolutely bonkers nuts when they get together and do nothing but play 24-7. So they're rambunctious, just have, you know, seen each other for the first time in the morning. They're running around, they're playing, they're jumping, they're having fun. And I have my coffee while I'm enjoying it in my nice new, like, beautiful pink um, leggings. And I've got a nice new sweater. It's like this bright kind of peachy, creamy orange. I'm cozy. I'm happy. My dog jumps over, jumps up basically on the couch, which is something she's not allowed to do and never does, knocks my elbow. I immediately spill coffee all over my nice new outfit. And you know what? That was Saturday morning. I did not bring more comfy clothes to wear for the weekend because I tried to pack light. (laughs) I was so mad. Oh, my gosh. And I know that, you know, uh, coffee, not the easiest to get out of clothing. It's not a good stain. But there are worse stains out there. I know this to be true. Believe me, I've got a lot of stain stories. Don't even... Ask me about the time I had a party in high school and a friend spilled wine all over my parents' white carpet. (laughs) It was not good. So I want to know about the worst stains that you've ever experienced. Because stains come in all shapes and sizes and in all forms, and they do more damage than just to clothing. I mean, it could be on furniture, it could be on carpets, and as I'm learning, it can also be on ceilings 
according to a few of you who have messaged in already. But I want to know if you have any also um, like bonus, you'll get some extra points if you're able to tell me how to get, you know, the stains out. If you have any great tips for those really awful bad stains and maybe you figured out a way how to get wine out of something. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be giving away a uh, pair of passes to the Ottawa Women's Show, which is coming up um, for anybody who wants to share their story about the worst stains that you've ever experienced. Give me a call. 750-1100. You can also um, text it in at 10-0-30. The worst stain you ever experienced. What happened? What did it stain? And were you even able to get it out? Let me know. Well, you'll have to tell me who you think wins for the worst stain story. There's a lot of them that have come in this morning. Uh, lots texting in at 10 30 and some Facebook story messages like uh, Mary Ann, who said, well, there is permanent salsa stains on my parents' ceiling. It will need to be painted over, but it's a vintage ceiling. It was hand plastered with swirls by my grandfather 50, 60 years ago. But uh, the only way to fix it is looking like they're going to have to paint over it. And it's all thanks to her now 12-year-old daughter who somehow launched a bowl of salsa (laughs) into the ceiling when she was three or four years old. And that's not the only ceiling story we've heard. Dawn said that she had an ex-boyfriend who sent a mustard bottle flying in an arc around a white kitchen, trying to help get the mustard out of the 80s honeycomb ceiling light box cover. Was not fun. She says for months later, she could still see the splatter pattern of yellow absolutely everywhere. And, you know, a lot of you are talking about the things that your kids have done and how your kids are the ones to blame for all of these stains that you have in your household. Like Elizabeth, she said her son dropped an open bottle of India ink on the white carpet of his bedroom. Absolutely no way to remove this stain, she says. So she covered it up with a small rug and no one was none the wiser. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's like a little bit of a temporary fix, but it doesn't work always because this mom texted in at uh, 10 30 and she said, well, I'm a mom of four teens. And at the time I woke up, I made coffee, I go sit in the living room and I noticed that my coffee table is totally off center. Well, then I moved the couch. And I actually see a huge, fresh red wine stain on a light beige carpet. She says, not just like a little bit, not a little splatter, like a good half of a bottle's worth of a spill all over her carpet. Her son had not only taken her wine and drank it, but spilled it all over the house and he had moved the couch to cover up the stain and had already gone off to school before she even woke up and noticed the problem. She did say, thankfully, he came home with some folate and got it totally out. So he has lived um, another day in her household. But, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of terrible stains and a lot of problems thanks to those kids. So I guess the solution is cover it up. If you can't clean it up. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? All right, well, 
another record number of meals were served by the Ottawa Mission for Thanksgiving over the weekend. About 2,000 plates were served in person outside the Mission on Monday. And before that, food trucks delivered around 10,000 meals during the course of the last week. So just absolutely incredible how many meals they were able to pump out. Now, speaking of records, um, a horticultural teacher from Minnesota just set a new U.S. record Monday for the heaviest pumpkin ever, weighing in at uh, 2,560 pounds. Whew! That is a massive pumpkin. So um, he set that new record. He won the annual pumpkin weighing contest in Northern California. And the thing is that I think that is more impressive than the like 2,500 pound pumpkin is the fact that he actually had to travel for 35 hours with this pumpkin. He had to get it to Northern California so that it could take part in the championship. He drove it. For 35 hours. Like, this is absolutely crazy. Um, So he is known for um, his pumpkin growing skills because back in 2020, he broke the uh, last record, which he set back in 2020, um, but has now, um, you know, beat his own record. However, the largest pumpkin to hold the Guinness World Record is 2,702 pounds. And that was grown just last year by a man in Italy. Now, have you heard of Mr. Doodle? Maybe you saw some photos of his home over the weekend. It's gone viral. Uh, Mr. Doodle is a very successful artist. In fact, in 2020, he was known as the world's fifth most successful artist aged under the age of 40. Um, One of his pieces sold for a million dollars at an auction. And all he does is simple little black and white doodles. I'm telling you, you got to check out Mr. Doodle's house. But beware, because it might actually make you feel sick looking at these photos. It's crazy. Every single inch of his home is covered in his signature doodle style from his bedding to the kitchen appliances. I'm talking literally every inch. And the photos of he and his wife in this house They're wearing doodle clothing as well. Now, they bought the house for $1.5 million. And a lot of people are saying, you just ruined it. Honestly, I think somebody would buy this for much more. It is a work of art. You could turn this place into a museum and people would love to tour through it. It took him two years to doodle his entire house. He used... 900 liters of white paint, 401 cans of black spray paint for the outside, 286 bottles of black drawing paint for the inside, and apparently 2,296 pen nibs to do this. And if you go on his uh, Instagram account as well, he's kind of created these really interesting animations as well which are just like thousands of photos that he took between September 2020 and September 2022. Mr. Tootle's house, absolutely insane. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, so Stu and Andy are off uh, today, and that means I'll be playing Word Wars uh, by myself. And some people in the past have asked me why I don't have my own winning song. Well, 
I've come up with one for today. So I'll be listening to hear that in just a bit. But we have Tyson and Frank joining us on the line this morning. Tyson got through first. So good morning, Tyson. Hi. How are you? Pretty well, thank you. Good, good. All right. So today our categories have been sent in from Lindsay from Barhaven. And you have the option between fill my cup or fill my bowl. Fill my cup. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. The first thing that you drink in the morning? Coffee. Yes. Uh, The other one that you would drink? Tea. Yes. uh, This is uh, really sour and you would drink it. It's refreshing in the summertime. Made from Uh, a sour fruit. Yes, yes. Um, This is something you would drink uh, just just H2O. Water? Yes. It comes from a cow? Milk? Yes. Apple, orange. Cider? Uh, yep, yep. And this is like a chocolate, another word for chocolate? Cocoa? Uh, yes, Hot but chocolate. unfortunately it was just after the buzzer, but you did really, oh, okay. really good, Tyson. We have six. That's going to be a tough Hi. score to beat. Uh, okay, thank you. Just hang on the line. We'll go to Frank. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. All right, we've got our work cut out for us, Frank. we got to get a perfect score to win, okay? Here we go. <laughs> so your category is fill my bowl, okay? Okay. And three, two, one. It's got a lot of beans and meat in it, and it's a warm dish. You would eat it maybe on Super Bowl Sunday or something? Uh, chili. Yes, yes. And then this is like a liquid, like chicken noodle... Soup. Yes, uh, you would eat this in the morning with milk. Cereal. Yes, Um, this is um, something else you'd eat in the morning. Um, Oh, I don't know how else. um, Okay, you eat this with the movie theater. Popcorn. Yeah, and um, just like sweets and treats that you hand out. Ah. Oh, dang. (laughs) Um, The other word that I kind of got tripped up on myself was oatmeal. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get enough to win. Okay, Frank? No worries. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for playing. Try again some other time, okay? Will do. Our winner this morning. Congrats. Thank you. Tyson, you you are our winner. Great. So uh, what you have won, and this is going to be our prize all week long for... um, Word Wars is a pair of passes to the Women's Show, which is coming up next weekend at the EY Center. Uh, Also be entered in for a chance to win a Terra 20 prize pack of uh, best-selling healthy and suitable cleaning products valued at $250. Okay, Tyson? Okay, no. Congratulations, and uh, we'll be playing for that all week long on Word Wars. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Have you had to describe your weekend using a song or song title? How would you do that? A lot of you had a lot of fun with this, and uh, I got the ball rolling by choosing this song to describe my weekend. Now shut up and drive. Pretty much, you hit the road, you just drive, and on a long weekend, the 401 is not exactly the place that I love to be, but I will do it to uh, get home to go see family. And, uh, you know, we did have a good weekend. 
But we always spend a lot of time on the road when it is a long weekend. And maybe uh, some of you feel that pain as well. A lot of you talking about how great the food was. And this is the perfect song to describe a delicious weekend. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a yummy weekend. I still feel full from all of the food that I consumed this weekend. And uh, many of you people enjoying your Thanksgiving with lots of family, saying this is the one that described your weekend. Yes. I mean... Yeah, that is a very popular choice on our Facebook page right now for the top song to describe your weekend. But I got to hand it to um, (laughs) Dee Dee, who didn't exactly have the most successful weekend, but she can laugh about it now. And she says that this is the song that described her weekend. And it might not make sense until I explain it to you. So what happened to Gigi? Well, she said that the stove stopped working in the middle of making dinner. Isn't that fun? What a lovely Thanksgiving disaster. But the thing is that that Tump Thumping song, it, it's its not just about her trying to have to work through the problems. Uh, do you recall this part of the song as well? Yeah, Dee Dee said that uh, she had a couple of drinks to get through, and uh, that's the song that describes her weekend. If you still want to message in with uh, this perfect song that describes your weekend, give me a call. You can call me at 750-1100. You can text it in at 10-0-30 or join in the conversation on our Facebook page. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, you remember how they wanted to turn one of our childhood loved cartoons into a horror film, Winnie the Pooh? Well, they're doing that with The Grinch now. Yes, a horror remix of The Grinch is coming and apparently will be out just in time for the holiday season. When my fiance saw this, he's just like, we don't need a horror Grinch. I was scared enough as it already. Like as a kid, The Grinch terrified him, let alone in a horror film. Um, It is going to be called uh, The Mean One. And here's the description for the horror Grinch film. A hairy, green-skinned grump in a Santa suit living on a mountain high above the town of Newville, despising the holiday season. Meanwhile, young Cindy You-Know-Who, whose parents were butchered by the mean one, a.k.a. the Grinch, 20 Christmases earlier, is returning to town to seek closure, but is about to discover that the... um, (laughs) that um, the friend with a heart two sizes too small is still quite eager to carve the roast beast. This is the description of the movie. The mean one, if you're interested in watching the horror Grinch film, is set to arrive December the 15th. Speaking of new movies coming out, Julia Roberts and George Clooney have a new one uh, being released very soon. It is called Ticket to Paradise, new rom-com. I mean, the two of these people have been best friends for over two decades. So what is it like 
playing a romantic role with one of your best friends. Well, they sat down and they talked about how awkward it was to kiss on set because of who showed up on set that day. Papa! Oh, Auntie Juju! It's like, ah, get him out! Get, get him out! out. <laughs> it's really bad. What are you doing, Papa? What is that? They were They were around. Do y'all laugh when you're kissing? Is it funny? Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it, it is like kissing your best friend. And well, then, thanks for that. And then... You know, um, I was a, you know, I was a two-time sexy man. Then you go, alive. wait, my best friend's George Clooney. Yeah, come Maybe on, man. tune in a little bit. And, but then you just can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be fun. I think the movie looks fantastic. It's called Ticket to Paradise. And if you're interested in going to see it, we've got a special screening happening for Move 100 listeners only. And I've got a pair of passes that I can give away right now if you want to win them. So give me a call at 750-1100. It's going to be happening at the Landmark Cinemas Canada location October the 26th. If you want to see Tickets to Paradise, give me a call now. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for Brewers and Winemakers. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. All right, well, this story comes all the way from Australia, but the story has gone viral because of this incredible act of kindness from a Domino's pizza worker. He was a hero to this family. It happened just last week, and a mother called up the Domino's, and uh, she had to cancel a very big order that she had previously made for pizza because her daughter's friends no-showed on her birthday. So... Uh, just we've seen this happen before where kids will invite kids to their birthday and nobody shows up. And it's just, you know, it's just an awful thing to see happen. So um, she had to cancel her pizza order because only one child showed up. And when the pizza maker, Miles, found out about this, he felt terrible for her and he wanted to do something special for her to, you know, brighten up her day, make her birthday just a little bit better after, you know, that sad news. So he um, did something special. So when um, her mother showed up to at least still collect the one pizza that she had planned to buy for the family, um, Miles surprised her with a custom chocolate dessert pizza topped with churros and brownies. And Miles had also written happy birthday in chocolate on one of the pizza boxes that he, like, sent the dessert pizza home in. So, you know, he said really didn't think a whole lot of it. He thought when he first heard about this story about this huge cancel of a large pizza order and only one friend had turned up to her daughter's birthday party, he knew he just wanted to do something to cheer her up, whatever that could be. And he thought about what would have made him happy at that age And he immediately decided to make her a surprise chocolate fudge brownie churro pizza because he says the only thing that is better than pizza is a chocolate pizza. (laughs) Definitely brightened up her day on her birthday. The story has gone viral and so many people applauding Miles for going the extra mile just to uh, make a difference for that little girl on her birthday. And that's all the feels on Move 100.